Welcome and thanks for joining Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan. Let's pray. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus summoned the crowd again and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. When he got home away from the crowd, his disciples questioned him about the parable. He said to them, Are even you likewise without understanding? Do you not realize that everything that goes into a person from outside cannot defile, since it enters not the heart but the stomach and passes out into the latrine? Thus he declared, All foods clean. But what comes out of the man, that is what defiles him. From within the man, from his heart, come evil thoughts. Unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. All these evils come from within, and they defile the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we heard the second creation story found in Genesis. We've moved from the first creation story's more high-level panoramic view of creation characterized by God's transcendence to a close-up view of God's creative works, a more intimate view For the Lord God formed man out of the clay of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life, and so man became a living being. The focus is on God's imminence, on his closeness to us, and not just the corporate us, the communal us, but individually, personally. It was 18 years ago today that I became an adopted son of God, 18 years ago today that I was welcomed into the Catholic Church, and I'm still in awe of the relationship that we are invited to have with none other than the creator of the universe. Now I say that, but I also appreciate that our our comfort with God's intimacy, his closeness to his creation Our comfort is framed by the Christ event. For our Jewish brothers and sisters, much of Judaism and their relationship with God was centered around adherence to the law. And much of the Mosaic law was centered on the distinction between being clean or unclean. For Christians, we might not appreciate exactly how disruptive the gospel was. We may not appreciate that The teachings of Jesus we heard today was more than just simply saying that eating bacon is okay and thank God he did, 
But Jesus was in fact reframing a large portion of the Torah itself. Jesus was challenging the foundation of how they evaluated themselves in relation to God. And so it's no wonder that the people struggled with this. It's no wonder the apostles afterwards were like, hey, Jesus, can you, can you run that by me one more time? Jesus, slightly frustrated, but ever so patient, spells it out for them very simply. It's not that which we consume that defiles us, but rather the things that come from within. Vile thoughts, unchastity, greed, malice, deceit, envy, arrogance. It is those things that come from our heart that defile us. Jesus Emmanuel, God with us, God's imminence incarnate. He tells us that is what he tells us that what's important is the disposition of our hearts, the inner depths of our being, that place where we can choose to either run to God or run from God. Nothing external can separate us from our Creator. Now these readings that we've heard today, they're well-timed because we are only two weeks away from Lent. And there's a lesson here that can help us as we prepare our Lenten journey. In particular, we have an opportunity to, to renew or in some cases reframe how we engage with the various Lenten disciplines. Despite engaging with the gospel today through the lens of Jesus Christ, we at times can regress, we can revert to the old ways of thinking. For example, we can take most fasting and abstinence conversations that occur around the water cooler or the, the family kitchen tables today, and they would fit right into the scene of our gospel today. I'll use an example to illustrate this. First, here's a teaching from Deuteronomy that Jesus was engaging with in his teaching today. We may eat any animal that has a divided hoof and that chews cud. However, of those that chew the cud or that have a divided hoof, you may not eat the camel, the rabbit, or the hyrax. Although they chew the cud, they do not have a divided hoof. They are ceremonially unclean for you. The pig is also unclean. Although it has a divided hoof, it does not chew the cud. You are not to eat their meat or touch their carcasses. That's from Deuteronomy. Now let's compare this to an excerpt from the Diocese of Dallas website. Abstinence does not include meat juices and liquid foods made from meat. Thus such foods as chicken broth, consomme, soups cooked or flavored with meat, meat gravies or sauces, as well as seasonings or condiments made from animal fat are not forbidden, but clearly soups made with meat particles may not be served. What Jesus teaches us in our gospel is just as important today as it was 2,000 years ago. What matters is our interior disposition. What matters is our heart. So when it comes to our Lenten disciplines, I am not challenging the church's teachings or the church's practices in regards to our Lenten penances, etc. But what I propose is that the why matters. 
as much as, or maybe more than, the what? If we do not fast and abstain this Lent from meat to engage in a process of self-examination, of repentance, of renewal, if we don't do these Lenten observances in pursuit of greater dedication to serving God and others, but rather engage in fasting and abstinence simply because the rule book tells us to, then we are no further ahead than the scribes and the Pharisees who disregarded Jesus' teachings 2,000 years ago. And just as Jesus' teachings impacted more than just purity laws, more than just what was kosher 2,000 years ago, these teachings today can also be applied to the entirety of how we engage with the faith. Here's another example. If we're here today simply in response to the wisdom of my most favored uncle, St. Francis de Sales, when he said, strive then to your utmost to be present every day at this holy celebration in order that with the priest you may offer the sacrifice of your Redeemer on behalf of yourself and the whole church to God the Father. If we're here simply to check off a box because the saints say daily Mass will help us get to heaven, then thanks be to God, Lent is just around the corner because we have some work to do. Let our prayer today be that every day, but in particular in our Lenten disciplines, let us pray that we may hear the words of Jesus and look beyond simply following those disciplines as ends in themselves, but instead enter the season with a deep and genuine desire to purify our hearts, to use those disciplines as tools to remove all those things from within that defile us, and to actively to lovingly seek to configure our hearts to His sacred heart. Amen. Thanks once again for taking the time to join Deacon Ryan, the people's platform and community where like-minded people come together to gather, pray, and above all, share our love for both God and one another. That's here with Deacon Ryan.